Well, Ulysses, not the best weekend for the Tampa Bay Rays as they lose two of three for or against the Minnesota Twins to start this lengthy road trip. Frustrating, but I think there are some good things that happen. So let's talk about all of that. You are Locked On Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. And we're the host of the Locked On Rays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Thank you for making Locked On Rays your very first listen every day. And remember, Locked On Rays is free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at LockedOnRays, and you can email us, LockedOnRays at gmail.com. We're still seeking advertisers, so check us out there. Speaking of advertisers, today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline, it is where the game starts. Ulysses, as I mentioned, the Rays lost two of three to the Minnesota Twins. What were your takeaways and observations from the not-so-great weekend as far as the WL column, but you mentioned some positives nonetheless. Yeah, I'd like to start with the L's, though. Uh, Man, Drew Rasmussen's start was deflating because he had been doing so good. He was avoiding... The, the big inning, and then ultimately it, that second Byron Buxton home run seemed to like open the floodgates as you know that happens yeah. sometimes. And so that was a deflating game. It, it had been going pretty well. I got to tell you, though, uh, the Apple TV, I don't know if it's this is the right word. I'm not really a film buff, but like the cinematography, the, yeah. the way it looks, the display – it's just mwah, chef's kiss. Love it. Love the little probability thing on the right, the score bug, the the camera angles. I mean, the whole thing is really cool. But I I I can't stop just thinking it's so awkward when they when you know that they know that they don't really know the players yeah. as well as you do. Who who was the crew? Chris Young, Hannah Kaiser, and Melanie. She, she Melanie Newman. Yes. Okay. So it was the same group that did the. I guess they do. I don't know if they do all the Apple TV games or they're one of the primary crews. But I think that was the crew that did the last Rays game that was on Apple TV, where the Rays were playing the White Sox. Maybe I, yeah. I can't recall. But I remember that we had that conversation and we said that we weren't all that impressed by the. Play-by-play and color commentary. I'd you much put, rather hear uh, Dwayne and BA or the radio call. I, that's exactly what I did. I had to mute. Then I just listened to Ray's radio, but then the game exploded. And then I was like, you know what's better than doing that? It's just, you know, avoiding yeah. yourself watching a massacre. So that, that had to happen. But yeah. um, moving on from that, it was so good to see Shane Boss back on the mound. Mm-hmm. And that's what I meant Last weekend, when we had Evan Klosky on on Thursday, we got to taper down the expectations. He's a young kid. I think everybody just thinks he's just going to slot right behind Shane McClanahan. Can we just give the guy a break? Can we just give him a break? He's not even, what, 24, 25? Right. Like, these things are going to happen. They're frustrating. He can look really good, but he just lost command all of a sudden. He's making his, what, fourth 
regular, regular season, season start. start. <laughs> Let's temper the expectations. How was Shane McClanahan after his fourth regular season start? I'm very curious to see how Shane Boss grows and develops and evolves when he's making his 40th yeah. MLB start. But yeah, as of right now, it's it's the Shane McClanahan show and then everybody else falls in line after that. But it is so fun to watch Shane Boz and the ease with which he pitches. And I think that delivery and that athleticism in that body makes for it's tailor made for a long sustaining career. Will that happen? We don't know. Arm injuries, elbow injuries, wrist injuries, anything, everything can be funky with uh, a baseball career, but he seems like you watch how he throws and the ease with which he does it. And you say that guy could pitch in the big leagues for 12 to 15 years for sure. And honestly, where it started to unravel, I mean, I guess the, the nail in the coffin was the Luis Arias grand slam, which Arias never hits home runs. I didn't think it was that bad of a pitch. It was 96 up. Like I think Arias just made a really, really good swing on it. I mean, it's not like he missed. It's not like Boz missed middle, middle. It's like Drew Rasmussen's slider down and away to Byron Buxton. Yeah. He kind of fooled Byron, but Byron is just a massive human and has a lot of power. And he actually was kind of out in front and right. still pulled it out. Like sometimes we have to just say that was a good piece of yeah. hitting. Not necessarily everything has to be a bad pitch when it was a home run. Yeah. Like that was just, they can also do good things, you know, they're right. also athletes. They're also competitors. So uh, I think for both of them, Arias and Buxton, they just did a good thing at the yeah. wrong time for us race fans. The twins have a good lineup. I mean, they've got a good squad. They're first in the central. I don't know how they're first in the central with who they rolled out as starting pitchers. Somebody named Smelter and Chi Chi Gonzalez and Cole Sands, but Smelter's their Yarbrough man. Oh it's, yeah, it's it's it, it. And by the way, cool story. I did enjoy that about from Apple TV. That was a cool story from Smeltzer. But oh, I missed the the story. Oh, um, what's well, a long? It's a long, lengthy one. Okay. So I'll have to give it to you. Um, um off there, off, off air. But no, I, again, frustrating weekend. I, I I I agree with you. It was a frustrating weekend, but I think there are really good things about it too. Can we just first mention Jeffrey Springs? He keeps doing yeah. his thing. I mean, another outing where he puts the team on his back and in a position to succeed. Look, he has pitched 49 and two-thirds. So in 50 innings, just make uh, easy math, 0.91 whip, a 145 ERA, 50 punchies, so one per inning. He's in the 98th chase rate percentile. Fantastic. 26.8 K rate. 6.0 6.0 walk rate. He is doing everything right. I mean, it's it's really amazing to see a guy just take an opportunity and just go a hundred thousand percent with it. It's it's really cool. He made the decision easy for the Rays to send down Ryan Yarbrough despite all the injuries. And don't look now, but Jeffrey Springs may very well be an all-star. And don't look now, but I mean, if he keeps this up, don't you have to move him up in the rotation, perhaps? I don't really care about order ro- okay. rotation because order order rotation only matters the first week of baseball with opening day and then the la- the for the playoffs. That's fair. Everything in between, pff, who cares when, when you when you slot in? I don't really care about I that. I think uh, Jeffrey Springs definitely had his athletic greens. I think that was that's been imperative. For I think so. Months. And you know why athletic greens is so good for you? Well, because it's literally the single best thing you can do for your body 
because it's a one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens gives you everything that you need. You put it in a cup of water and you get quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, superfoods, probiotics, adaptogens, all the good things right for your body. And then this special blend supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your whatever system that you want. That supports it. And you don't need a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. So today, go to athleticgreens.com slash MLB network, and you're going to get one free year supply of immune supporting vitamins and five free travel packs with your first purchase. So all you have to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash MLB network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate nutritional insurance. Um, continuing on this series before we get to the injury issue that has uh, uh, metastasized for the Rays. There we go. That's a word on a Monday. How about that? Um, <laughs> That's a good one. A couple things. Uh, you mentioned Byron Buxton. He is one of those guys that I think baseball fans and sports fans really need to appreciate. When he's on the field, he is right up there as one of the most exciting in electric players. I know Shohei Otani has his own pedestal and yeah. probably Mike Trout and some others, but Byron Buxton, the things that he can do, the combination of power, speed, athleticism, like you mentioned that, that home run that he had off Rasmussen, it, it was like half swing, one handed <laughs> down and away breaking ball. And he, he shoots it out and that's impressive for sure. But just, some of the the ease his ease out in the outfield kind of reminds me of BG Upton a little bit, except he's able to complete the games and you know has a little bit more, uh, I think probably passion for baseball when he's able to stay on the field. But just how easy he can get to a ball in the gap in the alley and right center field, like that's not an easy play. And he handled it or handles it like a can of corn. Like he is a special, special, special talent. And despite him not being able to stay on the field over the last five, six, seven years, whatever it is, he's like the Kevin Kiermaier of the twins. The twins still say that he is such a unique player that we're going to gift him a hundred million dollar contract. Well, you know, hearing it on, on the, on the play. And, and I think the fact with, with Byron Buxton, in 2022 they're trying to keep him healthy yeah they're trying so the DHing thing happens the get him out of the lineup every couple every few days just to you know get him some rest i think you know byron buxton is a competitor so he probably he probably hates it on fact in fact yeah. on apple tv he basically said yeah i i hate DHing and this this sucks but that's the things that you have to do in order to to be on the field and you mentioned kk i think he's basically kk in the outfield, basically, I'm not calling him KK, yeah. but he's basically KK, but then like a really good bat, like a really yeah, good yeah. bat. So it's, it's best of both worlds for, for twins fans to see when, he, when he's on the field. And of course they're going to give him the, 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 the hundred million dollar contract extension, because even if he plays 120 games, right. If he plays him at that level, he's worth it. He just like KK is worth you know, whatever the extension was, I think it was like 50 mil, maybe yeah. when he signed it, 50, 60. Um, he was worth that if he gave you 80 to 120 games. He was worth that. Yeah, no, Byron Buxton is a guy that like, he plays 80 games and he'll give you five war in those 80 games. That's the type of talent that we're dealing with. And if you have a chance, look at his uh, baseball savant numbers because they are impressive. It's like 95th percentile and 
max exit velocity and 93rd percentile in sprint speed. Like that's that's what we're talking about. Put this here. guy in New York and and MLB Network would not stop talking yeah. about this guy. Put this guy in New York and might as well, I mean if we're talking about the Yankees instead of the Mets, ah. uh might just give the Yankees the the World Series trophy. If, I mean if we're if we're going that far and putting yeah, Buxton you, on the Yankees. Well, yeah, exactly because you would be taking away uh, bats from either Gallo or Hicks and I think that right. would be a, a good thing for for Yankee fans. So we don't want that. We no. want Hicks and Gala to get plenty of adats. Um, one other thing I want to mention before we uh, move on, uh, we kind of have talked about him a little bit already, Kevin Kiermeyer. Yeah. Kevin Kiermeyer. Um, he is, I think I brought this up last week, he is still the team leader or tied for the team lead in home runs mm-hmm. with seven, mm-hmm. and it's mid-June. If yeah. I was to tell you that Kevin Kiermeyer would be the team's most prolific power hitter before the season come mid June, 60 games in or whatever it is, would your jaw have just dropped and you would have said, man, we're not having a good year before the race. I mean, yeah. Right. Uh, but there are so many factors around that. You know, Lau being hurt, uh, Zunino being hurt, uh, Meadows being traded. And, um, I, I, I think with, with, with KK, I've mentioned he always wants to just yeah. be that long power home run kind of guy. It sucks because I think he would be better suited just going the other way and up the middle. He's been doing that. He has shown that. Yes. He has shown that this year to go a little bit, starting from last year uh, after the second half, going to left field, going to to, this, to center field, that opens up the field for him. I'm just worried that even though his bat flips are, again, yes. chef's kiss, he has one of the best bat flip auras on he, the team he must practice it he must practice it every day oh 100 like hey i'm only going to have like six opportunities typically in a year to get a bad flip so and they're i'm great. going to pull it out i mean the one in minnesota that was that was yeah. a really barry bonds type of of, of bad yeah. flip so good for you kk i love that um no it again you would have told me all of the negative things that ha- has happened to this team, and I would not have thought that they are still like eight games above it's 500. It's crazy. It's, yeah. it's crazy what they're doing right now. Uh, question. Kevin Kiermaier, seven home runs. His career high is 15, by the way, which he did in 2017. And let's remember, KK does have a little pop to his name. In, t- in 2017, when he hit that 15, he did it in 98 games. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that, like you say, it's not the strategy to go for broke for the power. It's you got to be very cautious in particular about picking her spots but do you think kk will match his total this year career total in a single season of 15 match or surpass it he's at seven through he's played 51 games right now so I, it assumes he stays healthy and continues this trek i honestly hope not because then i think that then he might have broken his philosophy of going the other way okay. and uh, uh and to center field so I hope not, because then it it would mean that maybe he he's tra- changing his swing or his mentality at the plate to just go for broke for home runs. And I really hope that doesn't happen. I want him to keep going to left field, center field, and use the wheels. But I mean, it looks good. I mean, it looks yeah. good that if he keeps healthy, he might be doing that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's tied for the team lead in homers, and he has a 6.52 OPS. The Rays are putting a guy with a 652 OPS in the cleanup spot or in the fifth spot sometimes in this order. Sometimes it doesn't make sense. And you know what? It didn't make sense sometimes when Joe Madden made the lineup. Uh, We're back to Joe Madden lineup. What the bleep? Yeah. 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 Well, Joe Madden doesn't have a job right now. So who, who I would assume your answer won't be KK, but 
for the race, who will finish with the team lead in homers? Yeah, I got you gotta go, Randy. Yeah. I, I mean, Randy, and, and he has been scorching the bleeping ball main June. I mean, to the tune of like 160 WRC plus. I mean, th- yeah. this guy is doing everything. He's exciting. He's ex- he makes it uh, interesting on base pass. But you know what? I wouldn't, as of right now, I wouldn't change a thing because I'm all about excitement. I want, yes, I, I'm three true outcomes. I don't care about that right now. Yep. I want to see some, some interesting dynamics happening. Yeah. You might get picked off. You might get caught stealing, but it also might turn into something special as well. And some pretty cool baseball moments, some pretty cool highlight worthy moments. Randy is good for baseball. He's good for the Rays. And yes, we can quibble about uh, some of the gaffes, he's, but he's not the only one. I mean, KK has his gaffes. Mejia had, had his gaffes. Yandy had his gaffes. Al Bruhan has his gaffes. Everybody does. Everybody does. And But but then again, you take the gaffes and then look at what he does with that aggressiveness on the field, yes. on the base paths. I, I wouldn't I, – I agree 100% with you. I would not change – the way that he plays the game, I think that it's good not only for the game, but I think it's good for the race. Now, I do want to put it on Twitter, and I think that'll mm. be the, the the Twitter poll for today. That'll is, be our topic for Tuesday. Yeah, I want to gauge race fans on – you can only have Randy on either side of the spectrum. Either keep going as aggressive as he is on the base paths – would you pick that Randy or would you want a Randy that doesn't do that at all, which means no gaffes ever but no special moments? Because yeah. I think you have to take the good with the bad. So I want people to actually put their money where your mouth, what their mouth is, and say which one do they prefer? Because I've 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 heard a lot of negativity on it, and then just like you only can have one. You can only have one. There can only yeah. be one Highlander. God damn it. That is true. That is true. Uh, BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup, the NHL finals, Major League Baseball, and, of course, all the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. BetOnline, it is your continued source for all your sport wagering info, including live betting, esports, and more. So head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action, bet online. It is where the game starts. All right. Uh, since we last spoke, the Rays have learned, or we have learned, that the Rays have lost Andrew Kittredge for the remainder of the season, and they've lost Mike Zanino for some period of time due to what's it, uh, elbow, arm, issue. shoulder, yeah, shoulder issue. Uh, so the injuries continue to pile up for the Rays. Uh, already this season, they've had 21 players miss time, three for COVID-19 reasons. And those 21 players have served a total of 22 stints on the injured list. And let's just go ahead and run through them. We've got Nick Anderson. We've got JT Chagua. We've got Yanni Chirinos. We've got Pete Fairbanks. We've got... J.P. Fireeyes and Tyler Glass now. Kittredge now to the equation. Chris Mazza, Brennan McKay, Luis Patino, Mike Zanino, Wander Franco, and Brandon Lau. So you're saying three out of the five of the rotation that you expected for this season. You're, t- you're telling me your all-star catcher, your phenom starting shortstop, and your starting second baseman. 
and not just starting second baseman, but all-star, all-star so. second baseman who can hit 39 home runs in a season and drive 99 in a season. It's again, like we said in the first segment, it's it's amazing what they're they're still trying they're trying to do and, and keep their heads above water. And it's not to keep heads above water because that would be like two three games above 500. Like they're a good team, yeah, and they're showing it. Uh, now the the test will come with with that Yankee series in Yankee Stadium. Mm-hmm. I am I am just champing at the bit there. I want to see how the team performs. I think they're going to be, you know, uh, it's going to be tough. They got Cole. I think they have uh, Cortez and they have Severino oh, to, to match up. So it's 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 like boom boom boom. It's it's gonna be a tough Yankee series. So hopefully the boys come it's out. It's not good. a Cole Sands and Chichi Gonzalez and Smelter. Yeah. No. Um, so yeah, but by I the wonder- way, the Yankees beat the Cubs eighteen to four. It was laughable the other day. They're forty four and sixteen. Like nothing has gone gone wrong, wrong for the Yankees, and they're. I. It's annoying. And it's they like they are really, really, really good. This is not a fluke. No, this is not a fluke. It's eight game winning streak. They lose one, then they go on a seven game winning streak, then they lose yeah. two, and then they win ten in a row. It's it's really annoying. The, the GM finally did his job. Yeah, I mean, they they did. They, they got this is what I was talking about preseason. We cannot just think that they're not they're not the Yankees yeah. of the past, and the Red no. Sox are not the the Red Sox of the past. They got smarter. They saw what the Rays were doing and said, "Well, wait, we can be." throw money at the problem <clears throat> Gary Cole and then also be smart on yeah. the field yeah then you become the Dodgers what we. the Dodgers have done and so now are we looking at two Dodgers inside this division now how are the race supposed to to deal with that but yeah. I want to go back to the one injury there the Andrew Kittredge one man yeah I kept saying this high leverage guy give me one high leverage guy I said it right after the postseason ended. Give me one high leverage guy. I don't care who it is. Just give me the one. Right. Brooks Raley is not that guy. I'm sorry. Brooks Raley is not that guy. I would rather have Alex Colomay be that guy than Brooks Raley. You need the guy that to give the ball to, man. Yeah. Even if it's a fluffy one like this, a stress ball. I, I need that guy. Who is that? Relievers just are so volatile and and you already had Kittrich with the arm issue and then he came back suddenly and became an all-star like right. we really weren't supposed to have another good season of Kittrich like that yeah. was just not in the cards and we kept saying it man and we kept saying it we need to address the bullpen you need a high leverage guy who is that you I I so is it going out and acquiring a Colome a Paul Seawald a your Next, Nick Anderson from 2019. Yeah, you got to go because the other guys that could potentially be your trade deadline acquisitions from in-house, they're still hurt. And we saw what happened when Nick Anderson returned last year, right? Yeah. He was not the Nick Anderson that we thought, that that we saw in no, 19 no, no, no. and 20. He was just another guy completely. Like, he was a, a fake Nick Anderson yeah. throwing 91 instead of 96. So... I think somebody within is going to step up. Colin Poche would like maybe a word with you. He has been fantastic. Friend of the pod, Colin Poche. Now, the thing with Colin, of course, he's a lefty. Right. So then that be, that brings about issues on, on, uh, on the matchups and all that. But he has been doing fantastic, man. You're right. He has been great this season. And it's good to see. Uh, we, we, of course, know what 
he went through and all the work that he's put into it. And if you haven't checked that yeah. interview out, please do. It's one of your our, our playlists. Uh, we have full episodes of player interviews on YouTube, and you can check his out. He was with us for an hour and a half. Great guy, so please check that He's out. He's actually been better versus righties than lefties and has faced more righties than lefties naturally. So do you have let's let educate us. What's up? Well, I just have the so his whip against righties is 0.88 and it's 1.13 against lefties. He's been fantastic. His batting average against versus righties is 160 versus lefties 211. So look at that. I think um he might be the guy. He, he wouldn't be, be the, the f- look. I know it's very rare for a lefty to be a closer, the yeah. the the de facto guy. But um, if it doesn't matter if you can get righties out, and it's not like he would be the first of all time. It's just such a rare thing. And yeah. you know, it's here's the good thing. I injuries. It was an issue last year. It's seemingly always going to be an issue for the Rays, I guess, and and all teams now that. You know, we're still trying to navigate the COVID stuff and then you had the lockout, but yeah, that's where the Rays come in handy with their depth and having so many guys at double A and triple A that they can eventually count on instead of okay, we may not have the Aaron Judge or the Byron Buxton, or you know, we might not have that top level talent, you know, one of the five, six, seven, eight best guys, but are but the guys, you know, twenty-five through forty, yeah, we can we can trust that they can at least step in and navigate for a little bit until these guys get healthy. Not even 25 to 40. Like, honestly, the race can 50 flip to 60. Yeah. The f- no, the five to 50, five to 50. Yeah. Like you look, look, you're losing an all-star catcher. And I have no doubt in my mind that both Renee Pinto and Mejia can better Zunino's offensive yeah. slash line of 148, 195, 304. Can they get better than that? Yes. Of course, the question mark will be how can they handle the pitching staff? I'm actually, Are they going to yeah. be defensive uh, and uh, defensively adept enough at blocking, at throwing out guys? That is what I'm um yeah. is the issue, but hitting-wise, right, I have right. no problem in. I that. honestly might be more worried about how long Zanino is going to miss compared to Andrew Kittredge being out for the season because of the, the number of substitutes. Yeah, and the like Shane McClanahan, I Mike Zanino has been his guy, has he not? Mm-hmm. So and Mike Zanino, they rested him. The other the, the good good call. They rested him every other start, and they put him back in for Shane, and then he got hurt. He couldn't do it again. It's called a battery for a reason, and you know a pass ball or. Uh, a poorly framed pitch from Mejia or Pinto, it can cause the wheels to come off for a young pitcher, a really good pitcher. That's didn't Garrett Cole. That's why the the Yankees brought in Higashioka because he didn't want to work with Gary Sanchez. Like it matters. And they got another guy. They got Trevino, and then they got that yeah. guy from the Twins. Yeah, exactly. So it's not just all about. I know the the hitting sucks for Mike Zanino and. Um, really all catchers nowadays, but uh, the the defense cannot be uh, overstated enough. All right. Thank you for making the Lockdown Rays podcast your very first listen every day. Now make your second listen to the Locked On MLB podcast. That is also free and available on all platforms. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we will talk to you tomorrow.